1: Did you know Black and White Sports is the number one conservative sports entity on YouTube with over 35 million views? Make sure you subscribe here to the podcast available anywhere quality podcasts are available. Apple, iTunes, Google Podcasts, CastBox, Anchor, and
2: Spotify, and many others. Hit subscribe now. Friends, let's face it. The future of America is looking worse each day. Those who are observant have the feeling that something really bad is going to happen soon. If it does, are you prepared? Do you have enough food, water, and other essentials to get you through tough times? If not, check out My Patriot Supply. They're the nation's number one preparedness company, and they've served millions of American families. Right now, you can save 25% off their popular four week emergency food kit which will keep you well-fed with four weeks worth of breakfast, lunch, dinner, drinks, and snacks, totaling over 2,000 calories a day. This food stays fresh for up to 25 years in proper storage, so it will be there when you need it. In fact, you may need it a lot sooner than that. So don't wait. Go to preparewithblackandwhite.com and claim your four-week emergency food kit. You'll save 25% if you at now, that's prepare with blackandwhite.com. Don't wait, do it today. Let's talk about today's sponsor, Javi Coffee. Javi Coffee is the way I love to start off my morning. I work very, very hard for you guys to put out the best content possible. And I get my energy from Javi Coffee. Would you like to have that same energy that I have every single morning? Well, you should try Javi Coffee. And for you guys, You can actually get three bottles of Javi coffee for only $16.95 per unit. Each bottle contains 30 servings. It will save you so much money from going to your local coffee shop. And by the way, folks, it actually tastes even better. You can use sugar. You can use mump fruit. I'm a low carb person. I don't like the carbs. This is keto friendly. And guys, it is super easy to make. Just put water in your cup, add one teaspoon or two teaspoons of Javi coffee, mix it up, use whipped cream, sugar, munt fruit, whatever, and folks, it tastes absolutely amazing. So check out the link in the description or the pinned comment and get Javi coffee delivered to you today.
0: Sports on YouTube. The no holds barred truth on sports. The main event starts now.
2: Oh boy, guys, this is gonna be fun. This is gonna be fun because we're gonna be talking about Megan Rapino, who played for the U.S. Nationals women's soccer team, who won bronze medal at the Olympics. Is there anybody in sports that is probably more unlikable than Megan Rapino? Probably LaChina James. I, I got to give LeBron credit on that. He probably has Megan Rapino beat beat on this because he's a bigger name. But however, Megan Rapino is a pitch man for Subway. Also, Victoria's Secret. I don't know how that happened. Megan Rapino, Victoria's Secret. Uh, No, thank you. But anyway, I digress. We're going to be focusing on Subway here. She is in Subway Commercials. Being a pitchman for Subway, and guys, the blowback is real. The customers do not like Megan Rapino and her anti-American act. She kneels before the national anthem. Kneels during the national anthem every time it's played before a game. People in America want patriotic Americans to push products for them, and guys. The franchisees of Subway now, they have seen the light. They have seen the blowback that customers actually given them for Megan Rapino being a part of Subway. So we're going to be diving into that in this video, guys. But first, here's a message for from today's sponsor. Let's talk about today's sponsor, Javi Coffee. Javi Coffee is the way I love to start off my morning. I work very, very hard for you guys to put out the best content possible. And I get my energy from Javi Coffee. Would you like to have that same energy that I have every single morning? Well, you should try Javi Coffee. And for you guys, you can actually get three bottles of Javi Coffee for only $16.95 per unit. Each bottle contains 30 servings. It will save you so much money from going to your local coffee shop. And by the way, folks, it actually tastes even better. You can use sugar, you can use mump fruit. I'm a low-carb person, I don't like the carbs. This is keto-friendly. And guys, it is super easy to make. Just put water in your cup, add one teaspoon or two teaspoons of Javi coffee, mix it up, use whipped cream, sugar, mump fruit, whatever, and folks, it tastes absolutely amazing. So check out the link in the description or the pinned comment, and get Javi Coffee delivered to you today. Okay, guys, it says Subway franchisees are fed up with Megan Rapinoe's TV ads. Will anything actually happen? I'm not really sure. That's going to be up to Subway corporate. But it says here, Megan Rapinoe kicked up another round of controversy at the Tokyo Olympics, and now a group of Subway franchisees are pressuring the fast food giant to give her the boot. The 36-year-old purple-haired soccer star, who kneeled during the National Anthem to kick off the Tokyo Olympics before leading the United States to a bronze medal this week, began a stint as a pitch woman for the fast food giant this spring. In one spot, Rapino, who has been a vocal proponent of equal rights and equal pay for women, knocks a burrito out of a guy's hand by kicking a soccer ball at him. The response has been mixed. According to franchisees late last month on a discussion forum hosted by the North American Association of Subway franchisees, a Wisconsin store operator posted a picture of a hand scrawled note from an irate customer tapped to the taped to the front front door of his shop. And there's actually a picture here. You can see it right there, guys. This is real. And I'm going to read what the note Actually says it says, quote, boycott Subway until Subway fires the anti-American Megan Rapino, the creep who kneels for our beloved national anthem. The note read. Quote, the ad should be pulled and done with the franchisee wrote of the Rapino spot. It gets tiring apologizing. So, guys, the franchisees are having to apologize to customers that like Subway. They like the food. But now the customers are starting to walk away because of Megan Rapino. And when customers don't walk through the door, guess what happens? The franchisees, they lose money. They do. But let's move on here. It continues on. It says Subway doesn't own any of its nearly 22,000 locations. Well, because they have franchises. But it charges franchisees 4.5% of their revenue for a national advertising fund and controls how the money is spent. So these franchisees are actually contributing to the Megan Rapinoe ads, but it goes on. He says now many store operators, particularly those in red States say they're facing a harsh backlash from the parent company's decisions and the franchisees. They don't have any say in these ads last week reps from the NAASF told members the group had already taken grievances over the Rapino ads to the company's top management led by chief executive John Chisney or Ch- Chasi. I'm not sure how you pronounce his name. Quote, your NAASF board has already communicated with subway leadership the concerns voiced by NAASF membership. The group's executive re- director, Ilya Perez told franchisees according to a letter obtained by the Post. Quote, I had a bunch of franchisees calling me on this today. A lawyer who represents Subway franchisees told the Post earlier this week. They are trying to get the ads pulled. Perez didn't respond to requests for comment. Subway also didn't respond to requests for comment. Quote, they probably wanted more splashy advertising to go along with more splashy foods said John Gordon of Pacific Management Consulting Group, which advises restaurants. We are so politically divided in this country and Subway should have done more, more careful due diligence, without a doubt, before choosing Rapino. And I completely agree with that. I mean, she is a leftist crazy nut job. I mean, this is what you get right here if you're looking on um the video, not the podcast, Megan Rapino kneeling. And this is actually her kneeling before the bronze medal match. Every time the anthem is played, she kneels. And the average everyday American doesn't like this because contrary to popular belief, I still believe that the overwhelming, overwhelming majority of Americans still are patriotic to the country. They love seeing the uh, stars and stripes. They love singing a national anthem. They love standing at attention with their hand over their heart when the anthem is played. But this is what you get from a Megan Rapino. She is super bad for business. One exasperated West Coast franchisee told the post he believes the company's ad should focus on the improved bread. The franchisee, who spoke on the, the condition of anomaly, told also suggested that Subway's ad uh grewest focus on the chains mom and pop owners. So Subway comes off as less corporate. Quote, spending our money to make a political statement is completely and totally out of bounds. An Arizona franchisee said on the NAASF blog about the corporate parent. Another Midwest based franchisee said Subway should have seen this coming before signing Rapino. In July 2019, she took heat for allegedly stopping on the American flag. I didn't know about that. Weeks earlier, she created headlines when she said she was not going to the effing White House if invited to President Trump. So she trashes, trashes the flag, kneels for the anthem and then trashes the sitting U.S. president. And people just don't like that. They don't like that. Indeed, after this week's disappointing bronze medal, Trump took a few dids at Rapinoe. And yes, he did. And uh, this is what he said. If our soccer team headed by a group of leftist maniacs wasn't woke, they would have won the gold medal instead of the bronze. The woman with the purple hair played terribly and spends too much time thinking about radical left politics instead of doing their job, her job. Now we said this before. So I'm not surprised that they actually did not win the gold. Think of this, guys. That was an embarrassing loss to Canada. It was. And Megan Rapino is just so unlikable and the average everyday American is noticing that these people want to go to Subway and they want to eat their sandwich. However, they're refusing to eat at Subway because Subway has allowed Megan Rapino to bring up politics into Subway and they've had enough. They're telling the franchisees, you guys got to get rid of her. And I know the franchisees, you know, they can only do so much, but if the franchisees are vocal about it and put the pressure on corporate Maybe something will actually change. I don't see Megan Rapino really influencing anybody in a positive way to go to Subway. And I just don't. That's just my thoughts on this. What do you guys think of this? Black and white sports fans. Subway. It's not eating fresh anymore. There's a lot of pressure now. And I guess the franchisees, as they continue to lose more money and lose more customers, they're going to have to put more heat on corporate uh, Subway to do something about Megan Rapinoe. Anyway, guys, let us know what you think about all this in the comments. Make sure you subscribe to Black and White Sports, and we'll catch you next time.
0: Thanks for watching the show. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Be sure to tune in next time on Black and White Sports. You're tuning into... Black and white sports on YouTube. The no-holds-barred truth on sports. The
1: main event starts now. I'm back. Road for black and white sports. Well, Team USA pulled it off. Not exactly in dominating fashion either. They won the gold medal. I think they won by five. And the fact is, now they're coming out and they're calling out the mainstream media, most importantly, ESPN and Kendrick Perkins, because Kendrick Perkins slammed them the other day over their performance. To be honest, rightfully so. The fact is, I don't like either side here. But it doesn't matter. You guys can eat each other alive for all I care. We're going to talk about this because Kevin Durant and Draymond Green... Went all in on Kendrick Perkins of ESPN. Kevin Durant and Draymond Green call out the media after gold medal win. You are an American too. Act like it. ESPN analyst Kendrick Perkins, among most notable critics. I'll get to you guys in a minute, Kevin Durant and Draymond Green. Newly crowned Olympic gold medalist Kevin Durant and Draymond Green fired back at the media on Saturday for a lack of support in Tokyo following a rough start, telling critics, quote, You are an American, too. Act like it. Oh, I'll get to that in a minute. Team USA narrowly defeated France 87-82. Let's be real, Team USA. You should have won 120 To 75 for crying out loud. But did you know you haven't exactly been dominating out there for a uh, team full of NBA players, not just two or three scattered in. In the gold medal match to earn America's fourth consecutive gold in the event, the U.S. has long dominated the sport, winning 16 titles in 19 appearances. But Tokyo hadn't started the way off the way the Americans had hoped. After losing both exhibition games and the Olympic opener against France, by the way, the U.S. fought its way through group stages to advance to the knockout round, but doubt had set in before the U.S. set foot in Tokyo. ESPN analyst Kendrick Perkins was among the most notable critics. And in case you're wondering, Kendrick Perkins is woke as all get out. Quote, I'm not confident at all, he said during an appearance on the jump last month. And it's no disrespect, but you look at the players they have. Durant, Green, they play cute in a good way, right? They get buckets. They're not guys that you're going to go down there and mix it up in the trenches. Are you kidding? Draymond Green? He's He's one of the only guys that actually plays like he's coming out of the 90s. Durant and Green seemed to remember those remarks and had a message for Perkins after taking home the gold. Quote, everybody who said we were going to take an L. They had some power rankings out. They had us fourth behind Slovenia. (laughs) Come on, man, Durant said on his Instagram stories. Talking about they're catching up to us. Like, are you serious? This skill is unmatched. You dig? Dude, you barely won. Kendrick Perkins, you talk a lot of shit and a lot of shit. Green chimed in. Act like you're an American. Green addressed the issue during further during the post-game press conference, calling out the media in general. I got to give you credit for that. You turn on American Sports Talk TV, and you guys, like Kendrick Perkins, you know, doubting us. Somebody needs to teach these people some loyalty. How about you cheer for your country? But then, when guys don't play, oh, you need to go represent the country, and then you lose, hit a little bump in the road, and everybody's like, oh, everybody's caught America. You are an American, too. Act like it. Oh, man, I'm going to get to you in a minute. He continued, do your job. You know I do some media stuff. I understand... Doing your job, but when you talk about a special group, you better be sure you're right. And a lot of people got it wrong. Trust me, I'll be posting those guys. I'll be posting everybody, and I found who said something. No one holds people accountable anymore, but I will. Perkins responded on Twitter congratulating Team USA, but added, You're right, Green. I'm going to keep talking my ass, and ain't nobody going to shut me up. Congrats on winning the gold medal. Carry on. Well, okay. So, while I love to see some good uh, (laughs) woke-on-woke, I mean, anytime the NBA and the media, the mainstream media, are at war with each other, all right, that's great. But guys, you should have been blowing these bums out, and you wasn't exactly going out there and dominating, so I don't know that I'd be running my mouth about that too much. And furthermore, who are you guys to call anybody, tell anybody to be more American as you cash Chinese checks all the time? Really, your league is built on communism, you dorks. It's unbelievable that you got the unmitigated nerve to tell somebody whether or not they need to try to be more American. Point blank, we weren't rooting for you. Because you all act like you hate the country. If you guys act more patriotic, maybe people would get behind you. I used to cheer for you a-holes. Do I anymore? No. Because you've ruined the NBA, you've run your mouth, you've cashed China's checks. You let them use slave labor over there. All of you will not run your mouth about that. So Draymond Green and Kevin uh, Durant, you can shut the hell up too. No fact is nobody cares what Kendrick Perkins got to say. I don't give a damn what you guys got to say. It's unbelievable. Stop it out there, running your mouth talking about who's more American, while you're cashing all these Chinese checks and 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 rubbing the communist belly over there. You got a lot of nerve coming out with that. You are a bunch of Idiots. All of you. All three of you. Kevin Durant, Draymond Green, Kendrick Perkins, because you guys aren't the real media either. You are a virus. Good God. I can't believe that. You call them out because people didn't get behind you. Really? You show up over there to play and act like you don't want to be there and you barely skirted by. You should have been beating these teams by 35, 40, and 50, including France. I don't want to hear about two and a half NBA players on that team. Tell me what you think, black and white sports fans. Ridiculous.
0: Peace. I'm out. Thanks for watching the show. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Be sure to tune in next time on Black and White Sports. You're tuning into Black and White Sports on YouTube. The no-holds-barred truth on sports. The main event starts now.
1: I'm back. Road for Black and White Sports. We're going to talk about Bill Burr, one of my favorite comedians. Of course, Bill Burr was once creatively part of the Chappelle Show. And much like Dave Chappelle, he has come out and been a massive critic of cancel culture in our society these days. He's a comedian. He came out. He was not happy about what happened with Gina Carano. And, of course, Bill Burr is part of The Mandalorian. Well... It seems Bill Burr is also not a fan of the Marxist NBA of China because he has come out and he has hammered current-day NBA players, the networks that cover them. We know Bill Burr pulls no punches. He's also famously come out and said, I don't care if you try to cancel me or not. I don't care. Uh, He always says, I think it's a ride it out for however many hours and then it's over. Uh, But he simply doesn't care. And frankly, I appreciate that. I don't necessarily agree with everything Bill Burr's got to say. But a lot of what he says, I do agree with. And uh, anybody that's going to come out that strong against cancel culture, I am at least going to agree with that one aspect. And it seems me and Bill Burr and most likely a lot of you subscribers are going to agree with what Bill Burr's got to say. Because outside of the social justice stances that the NBA jumps all over, the one thing that sucks is also the quality of product. The NBA is not nearly what it was years ago. And Bill Burr calls out everybody here. And the fact is, when you listen to his comments, you can blatantly tell. He's taking a shot at LeBron James here as well. And Kevin Durant. And all these guys... And the championships that they've won. Famously, we've had some people come out and call out, for example, LeBron James and his bubble championship that he got last year. Charles Barkley called him a bubble gangster. Let's get to this article. Bill Burr slams NBA superstars for teaming up to win bullshit championships. Grow a D and lead a team. The Lakers had a busy offseason acquiring aging talent on cheap contracts to form a super team for LaChina James and simultaneously angered comedian Bill Burr. Quote, I'm getting sick of talking about it, Burr said on Thursday's episode of his Monday morning podcast. Okay, that's interesting, Thursday, but it drives me nuts. I'll put on ESPN thinking, this got to be it. They've added too many free agents. Finally, somebody at ESPN is going to say something. And they never do. They just act like it isn't even happening. They act like it's good for the effing league. I just find them excruciatingly boring. I don't like watching them. And I just think they're bullshit championships. They just are. Grow a D and lead a team. We don't see that anymore. We don't see organically grown championship teams. The last time we really saw anything like that or even close, you could kind of say those Golden State Warrior teams, minus Kevin Durant, qualified. What is this? Effing Ocean's 11 of basketball teams? It's nearly impossible to win an NBA championship without at least two or three superstars on one team. That's not a new development. See the 1969 LA Lakers, 72 Knicks, any of the Boston Celtics, the 82 76ers, 90s Bulls, Rockets can be can fall into the super team category. The only thing that changed is how they're formed and that does matter. Dear media fella, super teams used to happen organically. I just said it because teams had an easier time keeping the stars they developed. No The Stars had more integrity and intestinal fortitude and wanted to stay with the teams that actually drafted them. That was a thing. It was loyalty. They were loyal to their teams, their fans, and their cities. In the modern NBA, an era of player empowerment, oh, Lord, super teams are formed by Stars deciding where they want to go and who they want to team up with, but many players rely on other Stars to win championships. Yeah, but the fact that they're grown organically, the fact that they show loyalty to their their city and their team and their fans, that means something to people. It used to mean everything. Players would, go, uh, would get drafted by a certain team and they would want to stay there for their entire careers. And again, formed organically is important. Okay? We don't like to see players acting as general managers. We don't. That's not their job. It's up to ownership, and it's up to general managers working in conjunction with coaches to decide what they want to do with their money because they're owners, not governors, and who to bring in and who not to bring in. It makes me absolutely sick that guys like LeBron James can't lead a team on his own and, and use the stars that the teams drafted. I mean, look, the Lakers got rid of a good player. Brandon Ingram was a good player. Just got rid of him. Why? Because LeBron wanted so. Okay? That makes me sick. I got a bell out of Cleveland to go to Miami to hook up with Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosh to win my first title. Why? Because you couldn't get it done in Cleveland. You know who bells out like that? That's sort of what we, what we call losers. All right. And still, somehow, you've lost how many finals exactly? A ton. I love the fact that Bill Burr came out and just peeled back the layers. He hammered ESPN because ESPN won't call him out. The product is bad. ESPN's got the product on their channels, and their ratings suck. Well, part of that is how these teams are formed. And look, we're tired of only having... Three or four teams that could potentially win a championship every year. That sucks. That sucks. I mean, it's ridiculous. And all these players, acting like they're entitled, we're just sick of it. The NBA product is not good. It's not anywhere close to where it was even 15 years ago. It's not a good product anymore. It's not an entertaining product anymore. And part of it is, and I don't, you know, these stars are unlikable. They are completely unlikable. And Bill Burr's saying, I don't want to root for you guys. You guys suck. And I invalidate, and I agree, I agree with uh, Bill Burr on this, the fact is I don't believe that LeBron James' championships equals Michael Jordan's championships. I don't care if they are technically supposed to be still championships. No. No. There's a difference in how the team was formed and what Michael had to go through to win one versus what LeBron called his buddy and decided to put a team together. And nobody has guts with ESPN, Stephen A. Smith, Max Kellerman, none of them douchebags to call out these superstars for doing so. And it's made the product crap. Tell me what you think, black and white sports fans. Peace. I'm out.
0: Thanks for watching the show. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Be sure to tune in next time on black and white sports.
2: Let's talk about today's sponsor. Javi coffee. Javi coffee is the way I love to start off my morning. I work very, very hard for you guys to put out the best content possible. And I get my energy from Javi coffee. Would you like to have that same energy that I have every single morning? Well, you should try Javi Coffee. And for you guys, you can actually get three bottles of Javi Coffee for only $16.95 per unit. Each bottle contains 30 servings. It will save you so much money from going to your local coffee shop. And by the way, folks, it actually tastes even better. You can use sugar. You can use mump fruit. I'm a low-carb person. I don't like the carbs. This is keto-friendly. And guys, it is super easy to make. Just put water in your cup, add one teaspoon or two teaspoons of Javi Coffee, mix it up, use whipped cream, sugar, munt fruit, whatever, and folks, it tastes absolutely amazing. So check out the link in the description or the pinned comment and get Javi Coffee delivered to you today.
0: You're tuning into Black and White
1: Sports on
0: YouTube. The No Holds Barred Truth on Sports. The main event starts now.
1: I'm back. Rodrants for Black and White Sports. Oh, we've got another entitled athlete, another athlete From the everybody gets a participation trophy, you get a trophy. You get a trophy. Finish 12th? Yeah. Jerk. Jerk off. You get a trophy. Everybody gets a trophy. Well, now we have this scenario that is popping up more and more. Naomi Osaka. Now, U.S. swimmer Simone Manuel is coming out and saying, I don't want anybody to talk to me when I have just lost a swimming competition. The media doesn't have the right to talk to us. They should wait. Good grief. Let's get to this story. It is it is ridiculous. I mean God, what's going on? Man, the lack of character from some of these athletes is downright appalling. U.S. swimmer Simone Manuel urges media to quote, stop interviewing athletes after poor performances. U.S. Olympic swimmer and bronze medalist Simone Manuel took aim at the media in a series of tweets this week urging reporters to, quote, stop interviewing athletes after disappointing performances. God. Manuel, Manuel, turned 25, has taken issue with the post-race interviews at the games, saying in a tweet on Tuesday that those media appearances in general don't give athletes enough time to, quote, process everything. That's the point, Simone. Please stop interviewing athletes right after disappointing performances before they have any time to process anything. Trust me, they gave it their all. Nothing else people need to know at that time. Uh, Okay, I wonder about those advertisers that pay those big bucks to see those disappointing moments. The five-time Olympic medalist elaborated further on her comments in a series of tweets the amount of people who say... We're just sore losers, or that we're obligated to do interviews is problematic. Here we go with this terminology. Problematic. Anybody that says problematic, odds are they're pretty woke. Lack of empathy for athletes is problematic. Wow. As someone who studied communication in college with multiple journalism classes, I understand the role of the media. Okay. Okay. Manuel said the media should look at us as humans with emotions. That's why they're wanting to talk to you because you are a human with emotions and we want to see win or lose the emotions from said athlete. It's mentally and emotionally exhausting to coherently answer questions while trying to process the fact that people already saw you fall short of your goals you worked so hard for on the world's biggest stage. Manuel claimed her stance was not an attack on the media, but rather a possible solution. There's not a problem. Just give us a moment. The story can wait. Empathy and kindness is the most important thing we need in that moment. Can we coddle you any more? Possibly. Manuel's performance in Tokyo came to a disappointing end after she failed to medal in the same events she dominated in at the Rio Games. In 2016, she became the first black woman to win an individual swimming gold medal in the 100-meter freestyle, an event she failed to qualify for this year. She also won silver in the women's 50-meter freestyle but failed to reach the finals in Tokyo. She did take home a bronze medal in the women's 4x100 freestyle relay. It's hard to work so hard for something and not see results pay off, she said after the 50-meter uh, race. Well, look, you know, it's amazing that you you athletes are feeling like you're so entitled to something. I mean, I understand you put a lot of work into this. You're an elite athlete. This is what you do. But answering questions, hard questions, after you fail is also what you sign up for. It is part of the equation. Okay, some of these athletes claiming mental stress, yeah, you're under you're under scrutiny. You are. Okay, it comes with the territory. Tom Brady, Michael Jordan, all these elite athletes are under mental scrutiny. And, and and then they have to answer questions when they fail. Baseball players, they make the Hall of Fame and they fail seven out of ten times when they're batting at the plate. And then after the game, they have to answer questions. That's possible. Now they actually interview baseball players from the dugout. During games. I'm not sure why, when this has been a thing for so many years, you athletes believe now you should be able to skirt around it. Wrong. NBC televises this. Sports is a reality show. I hate to break it to you athletes. It is just a reality show. Okay? It's the best reality show on television, or it was before all you woke athletes came along. And as part of woke, uh, part of reality television, we want to see the emotion, good or bad. That's why the camera in a football game always pans over and shows the coaches. That's why it shows close-ups of the players or the players sitting on the bench, or or Michelle Tafoya walks over and interviews somebody right after they get injured. It's part of what you sign up to do. And I'm not sure why all you new athletes, all you younger athletes, feel like you're better than everybody that came before you. You're not. Okay? You're not in the military. You're not putting your life on the line in the military. Police, firefighters, people that are under true, true peril and have to perform under truly peril stressful mental conditions that they have to take home with them. I understand you compete, you get disappointed. It's terrible. Yeah. People are going to, that's how we feel empathy as a viewer to watch you. This is something Hollywood does. Now they have these heroes and they try to cram heroes down your throat without the heroes going through the hero's journey. That's what sports stars are supposed to do. You're supposed to go through the journey, That's the failures, that's the rises, that's the successes. How do you think people get behind you as an athlete? We want to hear what you have to say when you fail. That's part of the equation. Okay? If you want to ever be the greatest of all time, we need to see you go through some failures and build your character and build yourself up as an athlete and become legendary. Part of that is answering for your failures. It's just part of it. I'm not sure any of these younger athletes, many of them, can ever be the greatest of all time in anything as long as they have this mental thought process. Suck it up. Look, we already feel like most athletes are entitled at this point. They feel entitled. You're not entitled to anything. If you don't want to be interviewed, don't compete. That's just my take. I'm getting sick of these from Naomi Osaka and Simone Manuel, and then Simone Biles decides she's got a mental issue and she can't, she's not supposed to have to answer for that, maybe, or come under scrutiny or criticism because you bailed out. Stop it. Come on.
0: Peace. I'm out. Thanks for watching the show. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Be sure to tune in next time on Black and White Sports. You're tuning into Black and White Sports on YouTube. The no-holds-barred truth on sports. The main event starts now.
2: Okay, guys. The Tokyo Olympics for the U.S. men's track and field team has been an absolute disaster, a complete and utter disaster. Ladies and gentlemen, black and white sports fans, because they achieved something that I thought was probably impossible. Impossible. Now I made a video on the relay team already, and we know the disaster that they actually had, but that was team competition. You still had individual competition At the Tokyo Olympics and ladies and gentlemen, for the first time in recorded Olympic history, dating back to the first games in 1896, the United States men's track and field team in individual competition will leave the Olympics without a gold medal. I can't believe I just said that, guys. I cannot believe I said that. I mean we used to have probably the best track and field individual athletes ever. You're thinking of Jesse Owens. You're thinking about Carl Lewis. You're thinking about Michael Johnson. But guys, this is an utter embarrassment that we're going to leave the Olympics and not have one single gold medal. Embarrassing. Embarrassing and an absolute disaster. I don't know what's going on with the US uh men's track and field team. Even in team competition, they were pathetic, especially on that relay. So we're going to be diving into that, guys, in this video. But first, make sure you guys go over to the Black and White Network merch store, pick you up this Punished Blue Skull Flag shirt that I'm wearing right now. This shirt feels amazing, and it's all about having America first. I love that. I'm glad that Rhodes actually designed this shirt, and we're going to give you 25% 25% off if you use the discount code USA first. With that being said, guys, let's dive into this. I saw this this morning and it just blew my mind over here on Yahoo sports. It says Jacob NG Brightstein record 1500 meter win ensures first individual gold shutout for us men in Olympic track history unreal guys this is embarrassing and we should be embarrassed team USA's last hope for for men's individual track gold came up short on Saturday Norway's Jacob NG Breitstein set an Olympic record at 328.32 to secure gold in the 1500 meter final in Tokyo Kenya's Timothy Cheruyat secured silver, and Great Britain's Josh Kerr finished third for bronze. U.S. runner Cole Hawker finished sixth with a time of 3.31.4. Hawker was the last U.S. man to take the track in 10 events in Tokyo. None before him finished better than silver, meaning no U.S. man will win individual gold and track for the first time in the history of the modern games that the U.S. competed in. Before Tokyo, it took a boycott boycott of the 1980 Moscow games to keep U.S. men from atop the track podium. OK, so we boycott in 1980. That doesn't count. But it says here, other than those games, U.S. men won at least one gold in every Olympics since the birth of the modern games In 1896 in Athens, they won at least two gold medals in all but three of those games. Wow. U.S. men are leaving Tokyo with four individual silver medals and two bronze. I can't believe I just read that. I really cannot believe I read that. U.S. track and field men, the best days are far behind us. It's pretty clear. It is clear. I'm just in shock by this, because when you think of the Summer Olympics, you do expect, for one, U.S. men's basketball to dominate. And they did win the uh, gold medal in basketball, even though they did lose uh, their first game. I'm pretty sure that nobody actually watched it. And you do expect uh, U.S. gymnastics to do very well. Also, as well as track and field. But not so much this go around in Tokyo Olympics shed out from a gold medal. But you know what? The writing should have been on the wall guys. Cause check this out. It says here at the London 2012 um, Olympics, it took six days of track and field competition until us hurler, hurler Aries Merritt won the first track and gold, uh, track and field gold medal for the men recording all the way back to the 1988 Olympics. The U.S. men have never gone through the first seven days without a single gold medal. And this is back in 2012. Back in 2012. And now, guys, we're going to leave without a gold medal. The decline, I guess, the writing has been on the wall. And I'm just shocked by this. I can't believe that we went over there and got embarrassed like that. Track and field. Something that we usually have dominated in, for the most part. But you don't have a Jesse Owens on this team. You don't have a Carl Lewis. You don't have a Michael Johnson. You don't have any of those people. Guys, I can't even really think of. I don't. I can't even think of the name of the guys that were running individually. Usually, you know the names of the people that are running in the individual events. You do know, know them for the most part, because usually they're one of the best in the world. Not the case anymore, guys. Not the case anymore. That's just my thoughts on this. What do you guys think of this black and white sports fans? USA men's track and field team shut out. Of gold medals in individual competition, I'm still in shock that I'm actually saying this, I can't believe that I'm saying this. But this is a reality now, guys. First time since 1896. Since the modern game started, U.S. men are shut out from a gold medal. Anyway, guys, let us know what you think about all this in the comments. Make sure you subscribe to Black and White Sports. And we'll catch you next time.
0: Thanks for watching the show.